Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls in the Gays. A pleasure to have you back for another episode. My love, bestie, literally, it's been some time since I've last recorded on the mic. Yes, I've posted on the podcast, but recording per se, you know, the last two weeks have been insane. So I've been like batching content and having episodes bolt and ready to go, which I say as though it's been a lot. I've really only pre-recorded the last one. So it's been pretty much two weeks since I last recorded actually on the mic, which I'm sure you probably don't really care but I'm just like I'm like you know the housekeeping things right so I feels like to me like it's been a while since I've last been on the mic so it's been too long and overdue for a coffee chat between the both of us but my love I have a few updates I wanted to dive on in and honestly I really don't have like an agenda for today's conversation I more so just wanted to kind of update you on some things that are top of mind for me and maybe it'll segue into kind of a conversation naturally and organically which we always love to see it you know um but as you know my brother True who okay so I'm one of six boys true is the fourth i believe oh my god yes number four and he also graduated from my alma mater which is james madison university also from the college of business which you know just hits home for me this past week and so we held like a celebration for him and my grandma flew in my brother flew in from texas and now my soon-to-be sister-in-law who i love dearly like lots of fun things were happening and just so much took place this past week because from there i then got back home like over the weekend after his graduation and then we went we as in myself me myself and i girl went straight to freaking philly for the taylor swift concert and which honestly i think that's kind of what i wanted to hold space for today of like going to a concert alone and doing life alone and going to the Taylor Swift concert alone and what that was like. I just wanted to kiki chat and like get you up to speed with how that was because you saw, you know, if you already follow me on Insta, which I assume you do because it's like this is insta but like on crack you know like my podcast is insta but even like the close friends from insta but long content format you know what I mean because this is where I can really be intimate with you and like be so real raw honest and actually speak in depth about things so I did talk about the Taylor Swift concert on my Instagram through an Instagram reel but that doesn't know justice like yes it does but not the way a podcast episode could do and so that's why I was like, why don't we just chat about it on the pod? Why don't we dive into the conversation deeper with like doing things on your own, navigating life on your own, whether it be dating, like being single, whether it be moving to a new city, solo traveling, going on dates alone yourself, or, you know, something like this where it's like you're going to a concert yourself. Like, let's dive on in what that experience was like, how I embraced it, how I embodied, you know, just that presentness and welcomes the experience for what it was and really just soaked up the fun of it all. So let's dive on in. 
when I first saw that Taylor Swift was going on tour, I was like, you know what? I cannot pay for this. I cannot spend more money on doing something like this. I need to save money, etc. I was in my budgeting finance girl era, which I still am, but I was like, I just cannot spend that right now. So I didn't do the pre-sale. I turned down my friend's um, offer to go with them. So I just didn't go and I chose not to go. But what happened was I was scrolling through TikTok and some of my favorite content creators were posting that she was going um, live and her opening night was in Glendale, Arizona, I believe. And so a lot of people were going and obviously that was like her first night. And so it was a huge deal. And I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw like how she opened the the night. I was like, holy crap, I need to go. Long story short, I had this like entire freaking like visceral feeling in my body that I was like, Tran, like you're entering your mid-20s. Like you need to experience things like this. Like this is like, I don't know. I just felt so called, you know, when sometimes you can't explain it. You're just like, you feel so called to do something. You just full send it and act irrationally. Maybe me because I then spent freaking a thousand dollars on a ticket that was off of freaking StubHub and if you know StubHub is a reseller like and they jack up the prices and it's just so ugh, annoying but I was like whatever one time for the fun time you only live once right like YOLO full sun I don't care how much it is I'm just gonna go this is for me so I bought the ticket and I figured out everything else later on I booked my hotel in the area because I knew I wanted to just stay the evening not rush the experience and full send it. And so anyway, I should also give you the details that this was taking place in Philadelphia. So this, her show, like the one that I booked was literally on Mother's Day. So sorry, mom. But so this past week in Philly, and it was absolutely incredible. But before I get there and kind of like the end synopsis of what the event was, let me tell you about the lead up. I freaking get in the car. I start driving and I'm like, Am I really doing this? Like, I get, like, the initial excitement, all of that, right? Like, from booking the ticket, the anticipation leading up to now the day that I am getting in my car to go to Philly to see Miss Girl, Miss Blondie. I started to get cold feet, and I was really just second-guessing my decision, and all the excitement excitement like I said just started to cascade and go away because now I'm feeling more stressed and overstimulated. But again, this is why I decided to do it, right? And I had a moment to myself where I was like, Tran, this is why you decided to do it alone because all of the unsexiness that's coming up right now, because you are doing this alone, because this is this is meant for you. This, like, this is a moment that you are gifting to yourself and it starts now. It starts with this drive. It starts when I actually booked the ticket and decided to go alone. But now this drive and more than ever, because I am doing this alone, I'm all in and I'm just going to ride it out for the unsexy, the uncomfy and all of it in between now and then till I'm in the seat at the freaking stadium. I am all in. And so I dedicated myself to just commit and just ride it out. And I, that's exactly what I did. I freaking quite literally drove freaking three hours all the way to Philly because there was so much traffic, drove all the way to Philly, sat in all the uncomfy feels and just blasted her set list and just vibed out as much as I could while also still feeling really uncomfortable because everything can mutually exist. Like I've talked about before, like I can be anxious, I can be stressed, but I can also be excited. And I allowed myself to have that full experience and gave myself that grace and gave myself that room to just sit with it all, quite literally. So I freaking get into the city, which I'm so overwhelmed. The roads are shit. Everyone is in this damn downtown area. I'm 
even all the more overstimulated. I get into the hotel. My room isn't ready. And so I have to get ready. Bitch, in the freaking bathroom, the public bathroom of the freaking hotel. It's fine. Which you you saw probably if you saw the, my reel. But I literally had to get ready in the bathroom. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm crunched on time. It's 3 o'clock. The gates or doors open at 4.30. And like, you want to be on time, you know? Like, if it's it's a literally sold out stadium, everyone and their mom is there, and people are also camped out outside to listen into the music, like they're tailgating. So I'm like, girl, if you're not early, you are late, literally late. You're not getting in. So I rush. I do my makeup. I charge my phone and I make my way down to the stadium, like after the hotel. So I got to the hotel, Virginia to Philly. Philly, I'm at the hotel. From the hotel, I am now going to the stadium. Lincoln Financial Stadium. I have arrived. I freaking park. Bestie, I am freaking still stressed. I am overwhelmed because I'm like, what am I doing? Am I really going to now park my car alone here and make my way into the damn stadium alone? Am I really doing this? Like, what? I can't do this. Like, why? I was so overwhelmed with just like the thoughts that were in my head. I don't know why. But you know what? All in. I'm all freaking in. I'm leaving everything on the table. I'm leaving this bitch voice in the car and just going to have fun. I'm going to make this the best night of my life. And so I left the car. I parked the car. I left and I immediately saw a group of girls walking towards the stadium too. And I was like, you know what, Tran? Go say hi. Go say something. So I did. I went up to the group of girls and I was like, look, hi, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Tran. I'm here alone. I like would love some company walking into the stadium because I've never done this before. Like, how are you all? And from there, the girls were like, oh, so welcoming, bestie. Like, they all were like, oh my gosh, like, welcome. You're gonna have so much fun. I'm so glad you're doing this alone. Like, let's trade bracelets. Do you want to trade? Da-da-da. Like, and I had nothing to trade or exchange, but they were so, like, adamant about exchanging and they didn't even care if I had anything to exchange myself. They were like, I don't care. Take this. Like, have fun. Da, da, da. They walked me into the stadium. They sh- they helped me put on the bracelet that, like, um, flashes to the beat of the music when you're in the stadium to miss Taylor Swift's music. So they helped me put that on. They helped me check in. They helped me find the merch stands. And they were like... And they helped me freaking take photos of myself and, like, content. Like, how sweet of them, right? Like, I was so, so grateful. And I hope I expressed that enough to them because I was like, look, like, you all have really set the scene of my night and my evening. Thank you so much for welcoming me, opening up to me, and making me feel so much more at ease because, bestie, I was feeling so overwhelmed and really, really thinking of turning that damn car around and going back to the hotel. But I owe myself so much more than that. I owe myself this evening. And not just to, like, go see Taylor Swift, but, like, to be uncomfortable, to live like and like give myself permission and give myself the space to freaking sit, dance, vibe and be in all of that, even in the uncomfortable feels. Like I owe myself that so much that I was like, you know what, Trent, I'm going to full send it. And so every moment was challenging in its unique ways. Going up to these besties and these girls, introducing myself, but then freaking walking away feeling so full. I was so energized and ready for my evening. It just set the precedence of I knew how the evening would go because of those ladies and because of my daringness to just go up, introduce myself, and really, you know, set the tone of the night. And so... 
from there, I stood in line and I was waiting for merch and I introduced myself to the people behind me. And I'll be honest, they weren't very open to talking, but that's okay. Because you know why? Like, I think I don't, not every interaction has to be a warm, fuzzy, like, I want to talk so in depth with you. And I was open to that too. And why I share that is because I think we start to have expectations on how things should be, how people should treat us, and how things should go. And because, I say that because after the first interaction with the girlies, I had the expectation that everyone else had to be my bestie as well. And, which, why not, right? But <laughs> but not everyone has, like, it has to reciprocate that same energy that you might be looking for. And I think after I realized that, I was able to just also be okay with standing alone or being okay with not becoming besties immediately with everyone that I had met. You know what I mean? It just allowed me to not have expectations on how people should treat me and expectations for the evening, especially when it's so fleeting and it's like, this small moment of the big total of what the night is supposed to be. I'm not going to put so much value into this small interaction because there are thousands upon thousands of people that are here that are more than open to having a conversation with me, helping me, etc. in whichever capacity. So just having an open mindset and just being open to the abundance that is here and not putting so much value and, you know, value and weight into one small interaction for me was kind of what helped me just be open and receptive to everything else that the night was for me. And so, and it sounds like as though like that interaction with the besties that were waiting in the merch line with me was bad. It was not bad at all. It just wasn't the same as when I was walking in to the stadium with those besties. So I'm trying to show kind of the ebbs and flows of the night. And again, it's not technically really anything bad. It's just different from the first interaction I had when I was so kind of overstep, like, over, I wouldn't say overstimulated either, but like I felt such an outpour of support, love, and like direction from these girlies. But when I felt like I, it was different when I met the girls that were now waiting in the merch line, I didn't really have much of an interaction with them. It felt, it was a little bit different in juxtaposition to the first interaction, but which it's no right or wrong or good or bad. It's just different. And it just allowed me to, again, have a fuller concert going alone experience when I was here because I just allow myself to have no expectations and allow myself to be open and receptive to what the evening was regardless of what it regardless of any interaction that I had. From there, though, I then went and got a freaking beer. I felt like such a macho man freaking drinking a beer at a Taylor Swift concert when all the besties are around here are wearing pink glitz and the glams and everything. I was like me with my freaking, I, for, I forget what beer I got, but it was just so funny. And I was like, oh my God, how ironic. I am so ugly for doing this right now. <laughs> Anyways, I walk, start walking to my seat, right? And to my seat, I'm like, I need to grab something to eat. And so I get into the line. Now my next line I'm freaking waiting in is to get food. And in this line, I was alone again. I was like, oh, back to square one. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, alone. I felt, I felt like a freaking freshman all over again, like going through orientation at college or something. Like, you gotta freaking say two cool facts about you. Where you're from, bitch. That was fucking me. I felt like I was like all back to this square one, but you know, I loved it. I, cause I think I was so open to just immersing myself in the experience that I was so open to just like throwing myself out there. It was so fun. Uh, I really just like, I sound so freaking stupid and cracked up right now, but it was so freaking fun to just do that because I was like, 
I know nobody. They will probably never know me. I will like, they will never get to know me. Like I will never meet these people again. Who cares? I can literally introduce myself as like a fucking Adam Levine and they'd be, they, people would believe you because they don't know you. Like they don't know me for trans. I'm like a new person to them. They're a new person to me and I will probably never see you again after this night. So why should I care? You know what I mean? So I think because I had no strings attached to any of this, I felt so free and like free spirited. And so I was in line. Okay, I need to freaking reel it back. I get in line to get food. I was alone again. And I was like, okay, whatever, la-di-da-di-da, play on my phone a bit, take some selfies, stand in line. Um, so a group of girls stand behind me and they asked me, oh, is this the line for food? And I said, yes. And they're like, okay, cool, thanks, da-da-da. It was very light. They then, uh, um, I actually turned around and I was like, hey, like, again, I'm, tr- um, not again, but I'm like, hi, I'm Tran, by the way, I'm here alone. Like, where are you all from? Like, and that's how it all started. And we started making a small talk in the line. I then introduced myself to the moms, like that were literally in front of me getting food for their daughters. It was so damn cute and wholesome because their daughters are like, are going to be freshmen in college. And we were talking about that and talking about the moms were like, yeah, like we took our daughters to this concert because like, they're going to go off to college soon. Like we do this together. We go here, we go to hairstyles. Like, I'm like, I want to be that mom. I want to be like that parent in the future of like going to concerts with my freaking kid, please. Like that is the most cutest thing ever. And they were just so cute. And I was like, oh, these mom, mom goals. And the moms are actually sisters. So it was just absolutely adorable. So I made small talk with the girl, the ladies in front of me, with which were these moms, the besties that were behind me, which they were all so sweet. They were all like asking about like my experience with concerts, helping me and just like waiting for food, telling me what time Taylor was coming on. So like when should I should be in my seat, the whole nine yards. They were so, so sweet as well. And let me actually rewind because I forgot to tell you about, um, my interaction actually going to the line, going to the line. I had to like, like go up some stairs, etc. And I was like, wait, like this outlook is so cute. Like I want to get some photos. So I was like, I don't care. I'm going to go up to somebody that looked like relatively around my age. Like honestly, that didn't really matter. But I was like, I'm just going to go up to somebody and ask them to help me take some pics. And which I did. And I actually did that twice. I did that right outside. If you go on my Insta and you look where it's like, um, you can see like the Lincoln financial field in the background, like the, the words. I asked this guy to help me take my pics and I just went up to him and simply asked him and was like, look, like I love your outfit. I'm here alone. Can you help me take some pics? He was so sweet, took my pics. And then on my way to the stands, again, I um, walked up to these girls and I was like, look, like this outlook is so pretty. Everyone was taking selfies there. And I was like, can you all help me take some pics? And it's the pic that you see me when I was like, oh my God, thank you. When I like have my hands put together, it looks like I'm clapping like mid clap. But that photo was because the girls kept on gassing me up and they were like, slay, you're killing it, da 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 And I was like, oh my God, thank you. And that's when I kind of put my hands together to be like, thank you so much. And they gave me my phone back and they were just so sweet. And I found that to be the common denominator and theme um, throughout the entire evening. And everybody was receptive. Everybody was open to helping me take pics. Every, everyone was giving me directions of where my seat was, security, people that were there. <laughs> like, I never truly felt like, quote unquote, like as if I was actually alone. I felt like I was a part of this greater community. Um, and this is like, this is insane because I haven't even gotten into my seat yet. All these interactions I've had now ha- happened the entire time leading up to me going to my seat, you know? And then so 
From those interactions of getting the photos to them waiting in line for my food and meeting the moms, the besties behind me in the line for food, I then finally go to my seat. Um, and at my seat, literally the girls there were so sweet. They were like, hi, like they were introducing my, themselves to me and I introduced myself and they were like, do you want to get photos? And so they took my photo that you see also on my Insta in the carousel. That's like the first photo where it's like you overlooks the stage. They literally were like, go over there. Let's walk down the stairs. That's the prettiest outlook. Like, let's take the photos there. Um, do this with your hands. Do this with like, they were helping me literally pose. I don't even know these girls, all any of these people. And I literally was just like so flabbergasted and just like shocked and in awe by how receptive the community was, but also because of my openness, I felt like I was able to open myself up to the community and what this environment had to offer to me with like different interactions, people helping me and people navigating with me, conversing with me and pouring into me and saying like, oh my gosh, I love it, you're here alone. Like I felt like I also had to show up in that energy, show up in that openness, introduce myself, put myself out there and like make the conversation and and because of that, it allowed things to flow into me and allowed it to kind of come back to me. You know what I mean? Like the experience was what it was because I was also open to the experience itself as well for the good, bad, and the ugly and the uncomfortable. I feel like it could have been so easy for me to hide in my phone and just be in my phone and not introduce myself, not say hi, not compliment someone walking by, etc. And I think because I put myself out there and was open and to receiving everything, it flowed naturally and organically for me and just aided the experience that I had going alone to a concert of of this, right? And I think this is also such a representation of life. The way we want our life to be is the way we have to also show up and not excuse our way out and, you know, settle for our comfort zone or do what is within our normalcy and our day-to-day routine. We have to intentionally go out of our way to also see what else the world has to offer and look um, in front of us and not beneath us on our phone not you know be so plugged into everything else but not plugged into our life and what's happening around us in conclusion i think as a total and in conclusion how this kind of correlates to the grand scheme of our lives is just like the way you open up to life the way you create your narrative for life is the way like you manifest that energy into your life you manifest the relationships the people the conversations the vibes the good times the abundance of what the world has to offer for you because you exude that energy you open yourself up to receiving therefore you then attract it and i felt like here at this concert alone like this was definitely like a smaller micro representation of what life is because I feel like I was just walking around aimlessly naive, vulnerable, didn't know anything. I was alone. I was scared. I was nervous. But I still embrace all those uncomfortable feels, but also embrace the potential of the amazingness that could happen, the abundance, the relationships, the newness, the nuances, and the vibes, you know? And because of all of that, it created such an incredible evening and day for myself and a memory that I will never, ever, ever forget. And I truly had the one of the best nights of my life. Like, just dancing in my seat alone, but also meeting so many incredible people that were open to helping me and vibing with me. And again, like why I say this is such a representation of life is because I think so often we're in 
we're experiencing something new. We might be scared to ask for help. We might be scared to embrace the new thing or go after something that we've been wanting to do because we might be scared to be seen trying. We might be scared um, of judgment or you know, doing it alone or whatever that might be because we're the black sheep. We want to go off and do the thing that we want to do and it might be against the grain and all the nine yards that we never end up trying or when we do try, we don't go all in and do it to our best effort because we're just still scared and we're holding on to our comfort zone or your safety blanket like you're doing the thing but you are half-assing it because you're kind of scared and you're kind of timid and you're kind of nervous so maybe you're scrolling your phone or you're kind of avoiding eye contact you're not embracing the full experience for what it could be because you're kind of holding yourself back by holding on to something maybe tangible in your life so that you can stay feeling safe you can stay feeling within your comfort zone but I'm wondering for you, like how can that limit you from experiencing life and the gifts of life and the people that you can meet, the conversations you could have, the epiphanies, the awakenings that come from the exposure of being out of your comfort zone, letting go of that safety blanket and embracing everything for what it's supposed to be in its most organic form and being receptive to receive. For me, I could have easily put my head down into my phone, scroll my phone every time I was walking anywhere alone alone and sitting in the stands in my phone, but I refuse. I refuse. I didn't put myself into the situation. I didn't drive three plus hours, go through all that stress, book this ticket, paid a thousand dollars, go alone to then just sit in my phone until Taylor Swift performed. Like, I did this because I wanted to be out of my comfort zone. I wanted to embrace the full experience of what this concert was beyond when Taylor Swift got onto stage. I wanted to be able to have conversations, meet new people, ask someone to help me take photos of myself even though I didn't know them or if I bumped into somebody. I wanted to be able to give a compliment and not hold in positive feedback that I have in my mind. If I'm walking by someone and I love their outfit, I want to share it. I want to stop them. I want to introduce myself like that's what going alone that's what the the concert was supposed to be for me and what a gift I gave to myself by doing that and by putting myself out of my comfort zone and being open and receptive to what the experience was far before Taylor Swift was ever even performing you know what I mean and so I hope that this experience continues to challenge you to try new things and put yourself out there and go after the thing that you might be wanting to do even if someone isn't wanting or willing to do it with you, I hope you have the audacity to show up and do the thing that you want to do because you know it's true to yourself. My love, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you freaking blast freaking Taylor Swift's album or like if you look it up, like if, you ha- if you're not going, at least listen to her set list because it's freaking fire. I love Miss Swifty and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it was a little bit kind of unusual and different from our usual like step A, step B, C podcast episode. I more so wanted to kind of walk you through a lived experience and how it helped me grow and I hope it can do the same for you and until next time my love I will catch you on the next episode lots of love my love if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you please do me a favor and get onto social media help me get the word out by tagging me what was your favorite part about this episode please go ahead and let me know I'm excited to hear from you and until next time have a blessed day You got this.